0: Welcome back to The Incomparables Game Night. We are by popular demand. It was so popular, we're bringing it back. We're going to play Balderdash again. Here is the game master, the master of spreadsheets, the guy who keeps score and asks us the ridiculous uh, definitions. It's Mr. Steve Lutz. Hi, Steve.
1: Hello, welcome and welcome back to Balderdash, a product of Canada. We have a, a slightly different set of contestants this time. All um, oh, guys, this time. I don't know what happened. It's all dudes. The ladies yeah. the ladies had enough with us and they all, they all said, yeah, I'm, I got a thing tonight. <laughs> Things can get a little crazy tonight. We, mm. we can uh, kind of, you know, let out the, uh, you know, yeah. let your hair down. It's a bachelor party. That's Woo-hoo! right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so why don't we introduce our players? Uh, first of all, we have David J. Lohr. He's back.
0: I I am in fact slightly different this week. Oh, how so? Um, I'm sitting hmm. on the other side of the microphone.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. That's craziness. I know. Uh hailing from Canada, home of Balderdash, we have Chip Sutterth. Welcome, Chip.
0: I am in no way Canadian. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not Canadian. So you're not. Why are you not Canadian? <laughs> he's not he's not Tony. Tony's also was, not Canadian. I was certain you were Canadian. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh hailing from Not uh, the, Tony, not th- Canadian. Oh god. Hailing no from the country south of Canada. <laughs> Chip <Yeah>. Sutter. <laughs> <laughs> southern north canada canada's booties where are you actually chip i'm in north carolina north carolina wow that is about as not canada as you can <laughs> get it, it, it's more canadian than south carolina mm. that's a good point True, it's, it's south carolina's canada frankly <laughs> that's
0: right
1: <laughs> uh you just heard uh, monty ashley he's back for more welcome monty thank you now am i to understand that master of spreadsheets is not a metallica album I'm pretty confident. Uh, it, well, it might have been post-Black Album. I don't think anybody bought any of those, so okay. there is a chance. Uh, for the first time in Balderdash history, we have uh, Mr. <laughs> Scott McNulty. I think I'm happy to be here. Yes, until you are beset by tempos in round three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was hoping for a Blattner phone to uh-huh. ward off the tempos. See, I listened. Well done, and last but not least, uh, Mr. Jason Snell. You've already heard his voice, but I will say hello to him anyway. Hi, Jason. Hi, and one last time. That's not going to happen again. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's a good point. Of you. Well, Dan Morin isn't here to uh, to guess all of your answers. I know. This time. I know. I'm very sad that Dan is not available because he gave me all my points. He and Erica both gave me my points, and they're not. not they're not here, so I'm doomed. Your little voting block has been
0: completely broken mm-hmm. up. The best thing is, wherever Dan is, he's inexplicably coming up with definitions and going, why am I thinking of this?
1: No, he's going to play along as he listens to this, and he's going to guess mine every time. But Absolutely. he's going to be like, God, I'm so glad I'm not on. But who knows what you're going to guess? I mean, you were, you were guessing most of his answers last time as well. So yeah, who knows? Crazy things could happen. It could. All right, so here's how the game of Balderdash is played, uh, in case you didn't listen last time, which, shame on you if you mm. didn't. Uh, I have a box of cards in front of me that contain obscure English words. Uh, They are all legitimate words pulled from a real dictionary. Uh, I will, at the beginning of each round, pull one of these cards out and pick a word to read and spell. And then each of you will have an opportunity to come up with a definition for that word. If you know the actual definition for that word, you'll submit that uh, because that is worth an immediate three points. Uh, If you don't know the definition, then you will come up with a fake definition that you think might fool the other players. Uh, when I've received all of those, I will assemble them, randomize them, and read them off one at a time, and each of you will have the opportunity to guess which one you believe is the real definition. Uh, then we hand out points. For every person that you fool with your fake definition, you receive one point. Uh, if you guess the correct definition, you receive two points. And if nobody guesses, the real definition of the word, I, your host, receive three points. It happened once last time. Let's see if we can (laughs) do better this time. So basically, if we fail six times, you win. That's right. Yes. We go to 18 (laughs) points for some obscure reason that is known only to people in Canada, and unfortunately, (laughs) nobody is here to explain it to us uh, because we have no token Canadian this time out. It's related to curling. But that's yet another reason why we can let it all hang out this time, guys. There's nobody to offend from Canada. So that's good news. Go ahead and untuck your shirts. So, any questions? Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) I can't answer that question, Scott, but I ask it every day. All righty. Well, let's start then with the first round. I am pulling a card. I am looking at the words. (laughs) (laughs) I am trying to make sense. I am reading the words. And I am selecting stuff. (laughs) 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 Let's talk about that spreadsheet. Podcast Gold. It just puts some music behind it. People love that. I I do? All right. The word is Rake Helli. Not Ray Kelly, Rake Heli. R-A-K-E H-E-L-L-Y. Rake Heli. Please send me your definitions now. I'm, I'm really not prepared for this. I thought that this was like the home board game edition of Boulder Dash, the 8-bit Atari game. Chip, did you not get to the definition part of that game? <laughs> level four. Aw, <laughs> oh, man. Now, I'm not supposed to have Wiktionary open for this, right? <laughs> it is it is a wiki-based uh, reference work, so odds are you will get the wrong answer anyway.
0: <laughs> I am I am within arm's reach of the complete, unabridged Oxford English Dictionary,
1: but I shall not use it. Well, it's a Canadian dictionary, right? All of the definitions are in for the word rakehelly. I will now read them in random order. Our first definition is a 17th century pirate. A Scandinavian staple, often featuring herring, semicolon, served to celebrate spring. Like a rakehell, a person who ignores convention and seduces women in nightclubs. A rake, a rogue, a dissolute man... Down and out, drunk and in really bad shape. And a banded collar on a man's formal shirt. One of those is the real definition for Ray Kelly. Now you have to guess which. First up is Jason Snell. Jason, which one of those is the real definition? I have been to Scandinavia and I have uh, I have eaten herring. And for that reason alone, I'm going to choose a Scandinavian staple, often featuring herring uh, for the spring. Very good. Scott, I enjoy wearing shirts.
0: And, That's uh, great news. Thank you. <laughs> and exercise. <gender size. laughs>
1: good night, everybody. Uh, I will pick the uh, the collar one. The what now? The, the collar the last one. one. Oh, the, the banded collar on a man's formal shirt. Certainly. Yeah, Certainly. I, I don't think it's a good indication that I'm right if you didn't remember that definition. But uh, do you frequently? Well, I, just, I, the, I was trying to determine whether it was a collar one or a color one. Oh. So anyway. Also, uh, it's formal shirt, and I don't generally associate those with you. <laughs> well, uh, in Hawaii, my shirts are quite formal. Interesting. David Lore.
0: I really want it to be the herring thing, but I think I'm going to go with the, like a rake hell.
1: A person who ignores convention and seduces women in nightclubs. Okie dokie.
0: Because, you know, what better to be the definition of rake helly than rake hell?
1: <laughs> a good point. Monty. I believe it is a rake, a rogue, a dissolute man. Panama. (laughs) Taco cat. All right, Chip. (laughs) This is an awful word. Thank you. I'm going with the herring. (laughs) We're going with the herring. Chip's having some herring with me. We're sharing a plate of herring. Sharing the, the heron, is
0: the worst euphemism. All
1: right, ever. very good. The spreadsheet is holding up well so far. I'm very, very <laughs> good. Really good caring. Good, <laughs> good <to know. laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so here's what happened there. Uh, <laughs> Jason and Chip both believed that a rake Kelly was a Scandinavian staple, often featuring herring served to celebrate spring. It was not. That was Scott's definition. Oh, was no. <laughs> herring. David Lore believed it was like a rake hell, a person who ignores convention and seduces women in nightclubs. But no, Monty Ashley came up with that definition. Meanwhile, Monty Ashley guessed a rake, a rogue, a dissolute man. That was David's definition, so (laughs) well-trained. Salute. (laughs) Which brings us to a banded collar on a man's formal shirt, which was Scott McNulty's guess. Sorry, no, that was Jason Snell's definition. The actual definition of of Ray Kelly is down and out, drunk, and in really bad shape. Your Dasher, that's me, gets three points. Wow. Dash it all. In the very first round, I'm excited. Are the rest of you excited? I I feel the magic. I this, think is this is terrible situation. This oh, this cannot stand. Right. Is that so. uh, are we done? <laughs> <laughs> no, there are twelve more rounds to go. <laughs> yeah. What? So after the first round, here is our scoreboard. Leading is your host with three points. How did that happen? I don't know. I I Fix. thought guessing. Down and out, drunken in really bad shape, would have immediately made everybody guess that was what I picked. But no. We just thought it was you. In second place with two points, Scott McNulty. Woo. And tied for third with one point each, Jason, David, and Monty. Nothing for Chip Sutter yet. I'm sorry, Chip. Oh, it's just the Canadian exchange rate. But, mm. but you,
0: do, you, you do get herring. So
1: It's unimportant, though. It's the red herring. I'm sorry. Oh. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Sorry. Remember that song, Snoopy vs. the Red Herring. All right, the next word for round two is, <laughs> is this thing on. <laughs> it's a tough crowd, Monty. The spreadsheet <laughs> on. <laughs> All right, the word for round two is Latrobe. Latrobe. I would have thought Latrobe, but it says Latrobe. L A T R O B E. Please send me your definitions now. I don't expect anyone else to agree with me, but I kind of enjoyed reading Armada. It goes very quick. Mm. It's also exactly what you, what you expect it to be, so don't bother. Latrobe, is that a robot or not? <laughs> I can't reveal that. I didn't even enjoy reading the sample chapter of Ready for One, know. so... I'm not reading Armada. Bold moves Scott. <laughs> I know. Unless it
0: gets nominated for a Hugo. <laughs> I was looking at Seven Eves, and I'm like, that's so big! And I know that it'll take me like two hours to read Armada. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did just finish seven eaves, but How many eaves did it take you? Uh, three hmm. Well, you're doing it wrong But it was very long
0: I, I you're, read you're
1: over par or under par I, 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 exactly. I read
0: for most of uh, uh, Saturday because we were trapped in the house I am going to make a ham sandwich for a small child I will be right back
1: There's got to be a word for that Okay, can we decode that one?
0: Signaling <laughs> 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 so on Yeah,
1: I think that's one of those that you should leave in its encrypted form D- David, is David back?
0: I'm back.
1: Yes. Fastest uh, ham sandwich in the West.
0: Well, as I, as I got up, he goes, I said I was thirsty. Which, of course, oh. he did not. So I'm going to murder you. <laughs> <laughs> Although I, I did ask him what a Latrobe
1: was. Mm. Uh-oh. Oh, cheatery. Skullduggery. We have all the definitions. The word is Latrobe. still think that should be Latrobe. Hmm. All right, here are the definitions that you fools came up with for that word. A small bird known for its mournful cry. A regional brand of beer. A stove which heats the upstairs and the downstairs. A device that dips into a vat of beer during the brewing process for brewers to test the flavor. A small muscle spasm in the eyelids. A lamp hanging from a pendulum. One of those is a latrobe. I'm not telling you which. You have to figure it out for yourself. So first to guess in this round is Scott McNulty. What do you think, Scott? Uh, Well, I don't like any of those definitions. Neither do I. Let's throw them all out and make up a new (laughs) definition.
0: Well, I don't think that uh, it has anything to do with beer uh,
1: because I believe that is, uh, as we say, a red herring. Mm. So I'm going to guess... A Ray Kelly, if you will. (laughs) That's right. Oh, that Ray Kelly. He's Scandinavian. Uh <laughs> eye spasm. That might be caused by beer, perchance. Be. Okay. Next up David.
0: I am going to guess a type of herring. <laughs>
1: uh, Wait, no, no. <laughs> um, if you would like to give more points to uh Scott from the previous round <laughs> please do. Um uh,
0: I, I think I'm going to go with a lamp on a pendulum. Go with that, David. Go with that. I, I will
1: go with that. Excellent. Next up, Monty. I will also go with a lamp on a pendulum. Will you now? Yes. All right. Uh, okay, next guesser is Chip. I think the word is the bird. <laughs> the bird is the word. a mau mow 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 mau right, and lastly for this round, Jason Snell. I just can't. Uh, bear to follow in anyone's footsteps so i'm going to say a stove that uh, heats the upstairs and the downstairs oh jason snell why must you disappoint me so we need (laughs) to get dan morin back here so you can guess his answers and not ruin my fun for the (laughs) real answer the definition of that word is a stove Mm -hmm. which heats the upstairs and the downstairs (sighs) that gives you two points Let's see. Meanwhile, uh, David and Monty were both fooled by Chip's lamp hanging from a pendulum. <laughs> That's that Canadian wit of mine. <laughs> That's
0: right. uh, another, another horrible euphemism.
1: I don't think we have pendulum, lamp, pendulum lamps here in the States. Uh, playing the part of Dan Moran tonight is Scott we, McNulty. <laughs> oh, Nemesis. Who guessed? A small muscle spasm in the eyelids. Jason Snell's answer. And lastly, Chip Sud Earth guessed that it was a small bird known for its mournful cry. He did, in fact, give Scott McNulty one more point.
0: Ooh,
1: ooh, ooh. So, let look that drunk. round. <laughs> <laughs> here are the standings after Arnold that Palmer. round. Jason Snell currently leads with four points. Not again. Ooh. Tied for second, it's me and Scott with three points. <laughs> I always knew we'd end up tied together. (laughs) (sighs) I need to take a moment. Uh, Right behind us is Chip Sutterth with two points. And in the rear, with one point each, David and Monty. Boo! All right, moving on to round three. Okay, here's how I'm going to pronounce this. The word is... guy Guy ass kudas. That's the song by Heart, right? <laughs> Fairly certain it is. Yes, it's spelled G Y A S C U T U S. Guy ass kudas. Guy That is your word. Please send me your definitions now. If this was over the airwaves, I think the FCC would be upset. Got ass and kudas in the same word, and and it's, it's not just any ass kudas. It's guy ass Which makes sense, given tonight's contestants. Guy goes to the doctor and says, Doctor, my ass cootus hurts. Well, don't coot it. No. (laughs) And the duck
0: said, how do I get this guy off my ass? And the doctor said, but I am Pagliacci. Hmm. (laughs) The aristocrats. Thank you, everybody. The doctor (laughs) said that? So he's got two jobs? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you know. Is he like... He's a a substitute doctor.
1: (laughs) I was picturing, like, during the day, he's a doctor. doctor, But at night, he puts on his clown costume. and, And then he kills people. Yeah. Well, he, cl- he killed before he clowned. That's, that's really the usual order of things. Yeah, I mean, it's really an avocation. Doctor told me, no more monkeys jumping on the bed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> didn't, didn't Gaius Kutus, uh fight Gamera in one of those movies?
1: Pretty sure. Yeah. I thought he was one of the backup Green Lanterns. David J. Lore, for the second time in his many games, has gotten the correct definition for <sighs> Gaius Kutus. Wow. Not- Wait, you had that same <laughs> word in the last game? That seems
0: a little fishy. And, and <laughs> a little yet, herringy.
1: Monty and I let it go, which is the worst. Well, thing. <laughs> you guys We're are a bunch dumb. of guy-ass kudos. Mm. We don't know our head from a guy-ass kudos. Quite yeah. possible. All right, so his answer is tossed, and uh, the remaining ones um, we will now read. Now, reading. word <laughs> <laughs> it is. Read them out loud. Guy-ass The definitions submitted are... A chastity belt, a small metal spring, a mythical beast with two short legs and two long legs so it can climb hills easily, a small primitive form of microscope, an erratic rolling motion in aerodynamics. Those are your definitions for Gaiaskutis. I know they all sound ridiculous, but one of those is the real definition. Which one? Monty Ashley. (laughs) What? Uh, Oh. Um... (laughs) It's, it's actually Guy Fieri's full name. <laughs> I will take an erratic rolling motion, please. Sound pleasant. All right, Chip. I will go with the. Um, I will go with the animal. <laughs> you will go with the animal. Wow. Well,
0: Man. but what's when these guys
1: in the Carolinas get up to some funky stuff, Jason. Oh, uh, I'm going to go with a chastity belt. It's an odd choice. Bold choice. I'm going <laughs> to go with
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> that, no, that's a gala
1: And Scott McNulty. Well, you know what they say. No, uh, what do they say? <laughs>
0: oh, Always oh, bet on Snell. I, too, will go with a chastity belt. This is how you avoid picking my answer, unless I Always pick my own answer, Scott, just to get your Snow. point. Diabolical.
1: Diabolical. All right, well, both Jason and Scott are sharing a chastity belt, and alas, <laughs> they get no points for that, because Monty's answer was a chastity belt. Two points for Monty. Ray. Meanwhile, Monty was fooled by Chip's answer, an erratic rolling motion in aerodynamics. That was a good good fake answer. Very was. good. yeah. Chip Sutterth guessed a mythical beast with two short legs and two long legs so it can climb hills easily. That was the correct answer. Oh, my God. woo Which was also successfully guessed, well, not guessed, but known by David Lore, so he gets three <laughs> points for that round as well. I get nothing. I am now sad. Yay! I have an observation oh. about our fake... Tr- Definitions. Everything we say is small. Yeah.
0: Isn't that true? <laughs> so we've That's had small in, in the last two rounds. Everything's gonna be big in the next round. I know it. That's right. Just Huge. watch for it. A medium sized <laughs> <laughs> Hemp and Medium sized. A so hemp and cool. blattner phone.
1: i bug. Okay, so after round three, the score stands as follows. Chip Sutterth has moved into the lead with five total points. Tied for second place. Jason and David with four. And it's a three way tie for I'm gonna call it third because I don't feel like calculating that out the whole game. (laughs) Scott Monty and me with three points each. It's getting crowded in this chastity belt. It really is. (laughs) I'm not sure that's the best (laughs) (laughs) not the best use of that. Okay. Round four. All right. The word for round four is, uh, drages is the word. Drages. Dragees. D-R-A-G-E-E-S. Dragees. Please send me your silly definitions <laughs> now. And, uh, and, and Jason, maybe, like, throw some, uh, some kicky music of a public domain variety on here or something, you know, just to keep things interesting. Can't you hear it? It's already playing. <laughs> Oh, oh, I thought that was just in my head. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. It's danceable, I think. I still don't understand why people would think I'm from Canada. I'm not that polite, am I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you <laughs> consort with Canadians, I think, isn't it? I think that's reason. it. Steve, do you think everyone who likes Doctor Who is Canadian? <laughs> it's possible. Well, you know. <laughs> There's got to be some explanation for it. Enmity. <laughs> 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 that's not yes. the word the word is <laughs> dragees I like Doctor Who just fine. and you're not Canadian It's well it's true maybe, I, maybe I'm a sympathizer alright all the answers are in the word was dragees dragees not incidentally dragees as Monty Ashley has suggested in his correct definition that he guessed for dragees <laughs> hooray for me he says it's drage, but the card says dragies. But again, this might be the Canadian pronunciation guide, so who knows? I'm going to say dragies, But he actually has used the word, apparently, so wow. maybe I should go with him. Three <laughs> points for Monty. Ooh. All righty-o. I'm never going to win if you have to know the uh, definitions <laughs> of the words. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> Dan, come back! <laughs> Dan, come back! <laughs> Remaining definitions are as follows. The spool on which an anchor's chain is coiled. Wildfires. Not small wildfires, just wildfires. Colorful candies with a hard shell. Little silver balls that look like BBs, but are used for cake decorating. The first parachute to deploy in advance of the main chute. One of those is the correct definition for drudgies. Which one is it? Uh, Let's see. Monty guessed the right answer, so first up is Chip. Anchors away. Anchors away. Okay, Jason. Wow, I am completely baffled. Um, Want me to read them again? No, I know what they all are. I'm just baffled by them. I, I when you're <laughs> when the one that you fabricated looks like the best option, <laughs>
0: that's <is> a bad <laughs> sign. Free to sounds guess your familiar. Unanswered.
1: You won't get any points for that, but. Uh, no, might uh, rope some other people in. Yeah, hmm. I am going to drop anchor as well.:
0: Drop anchor.
1: Very good. Scott. So I ask myself, what does Monty know most about? Mm. Hmm. Uh cake-related things, plumbers, arsoners. plumbers, Arson.
0: <laughs> plumbers. <laughs> uh
1: maligned movies. I was going to guess a uh, parachute thing parachute and monty knows about that why Uh, he's a man of the world oh (laughs) he's a (laughs) daredevil yes steve he has a scooter (laughs) and finally david lore i will go
0: with cake decorations
1: all righty well david lore you submitted a fairly close answer i couldn't give it to you but (laughs) <laughs> that clearly was why you knew that little silver balls that look like BBs but are used oh. for cake decorating is, in fact, the definition of dragees. Those were very close. I was suspicious that those two mm. were so similar. Or dragée if you're from the it fancy side of town. It is
0: yes.
1: Yeah, they're dragees. Okay. Well, That's from yeah. French Canada. This Canada. card is a lie. I'm discarding this entire box of it's, cards now. It's from <laughs> Quebec. Okay. Uh, let's see. So David gets um, two points for that. Good job, David. 2 points also go to Scott McNulty who fooled both Chip and Jason with the spool on which an anchor's chain is coiled. Woohoo. Scott meanwhile. Guess what, Scott? <laughs> was fooled oh, no. by Jason Boo. Snell. <laughs> Proxy Dan with the first, first part to Dan. deploy <laughs> in advance of the main shoot. Monty, Monty, Monty you failed me.
0: Once I heard tell of
1: proxy. I'm going to have to rewrite this whole comic strip that features Monty as a paratrooper. (laughs) (laughs) So, three points for Monty, two points for David, two points for Scott, and one point for Jason Snell. So, after round four, here's how it all plays out Monty and David are now in the lead with six points. Yay! Three way tie for second place with five points for Jason, Scott, and Chip, and dropping into last with three points. Yours truly. You can do it. Come on. You get in can do the the it, Steve. I'm get, Okay, I'm getting my head in the game. All right. <laughs> Try not reading the right <laughs> definition. <laughs> That's a good idea. And I'll just say, "Sorry, it was the one you didn't hear." I am definitely leaning towards going with the word lyripoop. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, I will choose the word traval. T r a v a l e, Traval might possibly be pronounced trajet I'm not certain. <laughs> <laughs> Card says Traval. Please send me your definitions for trajet now. I do you like Drage? By the way, that smooth operator song is really amongst my favorite of the <laughs> mm, I thought that was uh, in the rhythm of the night. El Drage. You might have thought it was uh, too shy, but that was in fact Raja Gugu. Raja Gugu, isn't that a Batman villain? Wasn't that Naked IJ? <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> I think I just went. <laughs> yes, we all heard you. That was my lyra poop. <laughs> <laughs> A method of singing which replaces all nouns with the word poop. <laughs> <laughs> Best singing ever. All right, all the stupid definitions are in for Traval. The word, by the way, was Traval. T R A V A L E, Traval. These are the definitions, both fake and real, for Traval. A horse blanket, a sledge usually used to haul tailings from a mine, the sound made by playing a wet tambourine, (laughs) (laughs) a French siege engine, a river current, the effort or act of working while traveling. So, yeah, that's what you get for Traval. You guys enjoy that. Round five begins with Chip Sutterth. Chip, what do you think? Which of those stupid answers is the real stupid answer? I I don't think this is a real word. It is. It's on the card. (laughs) I believe the card, even though its pronunciations are clearly off the mark. I believe it is a horse blanket. Horse blanket for Chip. Jason. Oh, um, I'll say a river current. River current for you. Scott McDolthie. Uh, A horse blanket for Chip is my favorite 50s sitcom.
0: Uh, What what were the uh,
1: definitions? So there's the horse blanket, the... A horse blanket, a sledge Mm -hmm. usually used to haul tailings from a mine, the sound made by playing a wet tambourine, a Mm -hmm. French siege engine, a river current, the effort or act of working while traveling. Uh, I'll go with horse blanket. Horse blanket. Or Scott McNulty. Okay. David Lore, what do you think? Um, well... Because I
0: love euphemisms, I'm going with the wet tambourine.
1: (laughs) Okay. So disappointed you didn't just stop it because I love you. (laughs) (laughs) And Monty Ashley, what do you think? I think it's a French siege engine. Look out for that Travelle, they would yell in French. That one sounds like a euphemism to me, too. Best raise the drawbridge, sweetie. The French siege engine's coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, nope, oh. it's just a wet tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. Cover with a horse blanket. <laughs> All righty, well, Jason Snell thought that a travel was a river current. It was not. Chip Sutterth came up to that. Rats. Monty Ashley believes that a French siege engine is a Traval. No! Scott McNulty came up with that. And yet I still believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Clap if you believe it, children. <sighs> but Monty shouldn't feel too bad because he fooled both Chip Sutter and Scott McNulty with his <gasps> no. horse blanket. That's horse blanket. Meanwhile, David Lore thought a Traval was a sound made by playing a wet tambourine. <laughs> that is really ridiculous. That is also the right answer definition of oh, Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Any fan of the Partridge that. family should have been aware of that. That's they, were, right. they were always talking about Susan's Traval. Yeah, Ruben Kincaid had a problem with it. <laughs> Traval is all wrong. <laughs> oh. Try that thing off, for God's sake. Yeah.
0: Well, it was, it was a premature Traval.
1: So, it. two points for David, yeah, two points for Monty, ups. one point each for Scott and Chip, nothing for me, thank you, David. <laughs> 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 Which means that after round five... <laughs> Our scoreboard is thus. David and Monty are tied for first with eight points each. In second place, Scott and Chip both have six points. Woo! Jason Snell has five points. He is in third. And in fourth, me, with three (laughs) points. If Dan were here, I'd be winning. I peaked early. (laughs) I'm just (laughs) saying. If Dan were here, we'd all be losing. Now we see what happens when Moran's not around to side with your answers. That's right. (laughs) I tried to pay him to be here, but he just Mm. wouldn't listen. Well, you don't you don't pay him for stuff anymore, do you? So he couldn't hear you over all that travalling. The purse strings have been, purse strings have been cut. Okay, round six was this is this the crazy round? I think it is. It round is. six is the crazy round when anything, anything can happen. It's <laughs> <laughs> and and usually does. Mm-hmm. It did last time. Oh, by the way, did anybody know the uh, the correct definition for lira poop? Just out of curiosity, play. Please yes. enlighten us. Well, what was it? I'm not telling you. Oh, fine. Be <laughs> that <Either> way. <laughs> Well what Scott refuses to tell you all is that a lyra poop was in <laughs> fact the tassel on a mortarboard or graduate's cap. Wow. Oh. Yeah. So you've all you've presumably all had one at one mm-hmm. point. And uh and it was dangling and I've I've taken a couple of Lyra poops home with me after graduation. That's I've right. twirled my lyra poop. <laughs> I'm learning to loathe the That's English language. Here. I hung my lyra poop from my car uh rearview mirror for a while. Is that right? I did. <laughs> You know what? I, yeah. I threw my lyra poop up in the air and it got lost in the crowd. Probably <laughs> landed on some guy's head and he took it. Yep. Okay. Well, that was fun. Let's move on to round six. <laughs> <laughs> the lyra poop interlude. Oh, I love
0: the lyra poop interlude. That's Sean Gresham's best work. That was
1: my favorite. I know that was uh, Ludlam. Ludlam. Yeah, Ludlam. All yeah. right, round six. This round is crazy. <laughs> I warned you. Mm-hmm. The word two. for this crazy round is, <gasps> huh, ha ha. H-A, H-A, ha-ha, or as the Canadians pronounce it, ha-ha, with two <laughs> Ws. Although uh, in
0: Eastern Canada, it's hey-hey.
1: Please, gentlemen, send me your definitions for ha-ha. Well, you don't want your lira poop and your ha-ha, I can tell you that right now. Now <laughs> well, you end up with guy-ass kudis. You have to go to the doctor. That's, that's right. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. Ah! No, it's ha-ha. Ha-ha. <laughs> It's uh-huh. aha. Actually, it's just a spelling. <laughs> <laughs> the round just got a little too crazy take for me for a second. There. I was startled by the craziness take of the round. Take
0: on Take on me. Uh,
1: I'll, I'll be gone. Not Oh my god! Thanks for listening. <laughs> I could have used a little more Travali.
0: Yes, well,
1: a French oh, engine. <laughs> Maybe after the recording. <laughs> oh boy, we have fun. <laughs> Somebody has to. Um,
0: it's, the audience certainly isn't Oh, They don't deserve it. Mm.
1: This is the best old movie club ever. <laughs> the word for round six is ha ha. Uh-huh. Ha! Ha! ha, ha. ha, ha. <laughs> the definitions submitted and the real definition are as follows. What you, you mean? One of us didn't get it right. Uh, apparently not. I protest. Mm, Although m- most of you were very close. The word is ha, "ha." A wall sunk in the ground. The fletching on a medieval arrow. A common forest mushroom. The sound of one man laughing. <laughs> All right, see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, just like that. <laughs> A ditch that fills quickly during flood season. The central portion of the nose between the two nostrils. That's haha. One of those is the real definition. The other ones are entirely made up. Please, Jason Snell, tell me which one of those is the real definition. Um No, it's not that one. <laughs> How about this one? Is it this one? <laughs> yes. The the craziness of round six has apparently overwhelmed Jason. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. A a ditch that fills quickly during flood season. Ha ha. Okay. Scott. Uh, Well, I will go with a buried wall. Is that an option? A a wall sunk in the ground is an Uh, option. Is that the one you want? Sure. Fine. Be that way. David. I too will go with a wall
0: sunk in the ground.
1: Well, you would. Well, you know. Monty? Sure. wall sunk in the ground for me. (laughs) I'm a a trendsetter. Um, And Chip. What the hell? I'm not going to let you guys go down alone. A wall sunk in the ground. Okay. No one goes down alone. Except for Jason Snell, who guessed that a ditch that fills quickly (laughs) during flood season was the correct definition, and it is not. (laughs) That was Monty's definition. So, a point for Monty Ashley. And two points for the rest of you oh. losers, who guessed correctly that a wall sunk in the ground is the correct definition for "ha ha." Now I'm certain that it's a ditch that fills quickly during flood season. Mm, yeah, yeah, the Canadians oh. say otherwise.
0: All right. Well, it, it could would they be lie? part of the same landscaping.
1: Monty, if you were certain of that, why did you not guess your own answer?
0: <laughs> Apparently, weren't that certain.
1: <laughs> That's true. I did buckle. <laughs> Pure pressure All right. Well you should feel better. Case case you uh, ended the up with wall. three points for that round anyway, so yeah. no problems there. And two points each for Chip, Scott, and David. Woohoo. Sorry, Jason. Nothing for you hey. this round. Nope. Ha ha. So after that crazy round <laughs> that was crazy. round six, woo I told you anything could happen, and it did. It did. I mean a thing a things happened. <laughs> after round six, we have a new leader. And he's all by himself. Monty Ashley with 11 points. That guy's great. Hot on his heels. David J. Lohr with 10. That guy's okay. Uh, tied for third. Scott and Chip with eight points. Jason Holden steady with five. He likes five. He's just going to hang there. That guy sucks. <laughs> uh, and I love the number three. It is a magic number. I am going to stand pat with three for this round. Round seven, I might change my mind. We'll see how it goes. So on to round seven. Okay, the word for round seven is a Gamma. A G A M A, a gamma, and that's the word, a gamma. Please send me your definitions now. This one stunned us all into silence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of nice, really. It's peaceful this way. The commander of a lesser-known battle star. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh It's very solemn here tonight. A, a gamma rays are what
0: turned uh, Bruce Banner into yes. Arnold.
1: I'm against purple pants. Steve <laughs> apparently owns several pairs. Well, he's, a, he's against purple pants because we're together in a chastity belt. <laughs> a Quite literally. Those aren't purple pants. Okay, all the definitions are in for a gamma. These are them. We will start with this one. The skull of a small dog. The expression of empathy. A type of Greek pottery known for its unique glaze. A shocked expression. A family of weird-looking old-world lizards. (laughs) (laughs) Editorializing there. And a lizard-like creature who served as the inspiration for a Japanese kaiju. Lizards on the brain today. All right, so round seven begins with Scott McNulty. Scott, which of those do you think is the correct definition for Hmm. a gamma? Uh, What was the uh, the expression of what now? (laughs) There was a shocked expression. Uh, Let's go with that. Well, it doesn't involve lizards. David. Uh,
0: I'm going to go with Old World Lizards, which is a, a really good German
1: beer, actually. <laughs> old World Lizards. Monty. Ah, sir, good. I'm going to go with this thing I've heard about called empathy. <laughs> I thought that that was another made-up word. <laughs> Chip. Let's. Hmm. No, I don't like any of these either. Uh, Greek pottery. <laughs> hmm. What the I'm hell? sorry. <laughs> Greek pottery for Chip. It's too bad Tony's not here to enjoy this. He's in Canada. And Jason. I feel you, Monty. I feel you. Empathy. I feel your pain. Okay. Well, two more points for David Lohr, who correctly guessed that the correct definition for a gamma is a family of weird looking old world lizards. <laughs> Seems like he was on the right track with his definition, wow. too, which was a yeah, lizard like creature. creature. Yeah. But. Uh, uh. Man, this this is not fair. Uh, You didn't tell me that you were going to let people who were familiar with the language play the game. (laughs) We have a lot of Greek today, a lot of Greek today. Uh, Let's see. uh, Scott McNulty was uh, once again taken in by Jason Snell's shocked expression. Thank you, Scott. I needed a point there. (laughs) Now I have six points where, where everything can happen. He will gain a point, however, for fooling Chip Sutterth with his type of Greek pottery. You're and Chip himself will receive two points for fooling both Monty and Jason with the expression of empathy. Mm. A Canadian term, if I've ever heard one. Yeah. You sure you're from Carol- the Carolinas, Chip? I, I'm not buying it. Eric is going to kill me. These are Canadian terms. Okay. So two points each for Chip and David, one point each for Scott and Jason. Where does that leave us? That leaves us with David taking over the lead. With 12 points. Monty is in a close second with 11. Chip is pulled up right behind him with 10. Scott McDulty's in fourth with nine. In fifth place, Jason has moved on from five. He now has six. Woo. And I still have three. <laughs> I'm kind of digging it here. I'm going to hang out here. T- you can do the comeback. It's true. I don't think I will, though. But we'll see. No.
0: You could. You just don't want to. Take it easy. Yeah. Yeah. All
1: right. Round eight. Mm-hmm. This is the round where we just submit definitions.
0: <laughs> That's I know what the word is. <laughs>
1: there is no word for round eight. Guys, just come up with whatever. I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go hit the head. All right. The word for round eight is Bobabza. No, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> Do Bo- it again. Babza. Could you use it in a sentence? Uh, the word for this round is Bobabza. There you go. (laughs) B-O-B-A-B-Z-A. Please, submit your definitions now. (laughs) Bobabza, 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 Fanafofabza, me, my, Momabza, (laughs) Bobabza. Oh, oh, right, right. She hosts The View, I remember. (laughs) Bobabza!
0: Bobabza! Bobabza! Starring Lorb Green <laughs> <laughs> as a gamma. You know he was Canadian. Old World Lizard. <laughs> uh, old world, <laughs> world Lizard. Back in the old world, lizards were real lizards, <laughs> not these fancy pants lizards of today. Now, after a hard day of work, I like to knock back with a bottle of Old World. Lizards. Old World Lizard is the finest Bobabza ever made. Tastes great. Less lizards. Bababza pizza for one. This game is a real good catchphrase generator. <laughs> you bet your dragee it is. I so I says to guyaskus.
1: <laughs> it's guyaskus Jason. I, Guy I know,
0: I know. Guy is an adjective. It means of or referring to guyaskus. You see, the reason chastity belt worked is scutum is Latin for shield, and yeah. it's says yeah, it.
1: Nah, nah, it's not funny when you explain it. You just got to let it lie. <laughs> But the Latin derivation. I I got it, Monty. I got it. (laughs) Okay. All of these definitions are in and randomized for Bobabza. And these are them. A Peruvian flower prized for its petals. Russian bread. A small shrub related to the banyan tree. A mythical country, supposedly the ancestral home of the yeti. A tanned seal pelt. A mine rich in ore. Yes, similar to a bonanza. <laughs> Those are the definitions, ladies and gentlemen, Bobabza. No, sorry, Eureka, I found a Bobabza. When I am done with this round, I'm going to print out the spreadsheet, I'm going to take a lighter, and I'm going to light the spreadsheet right in the middle, and watch it burn all the way out to the edges. Okay, okay first up to decide on their definition for round eight is David
0: Lore. Oh, hell, I love a sing-along. I'm going to go with a bonanza. Go with a bonanza. Which is another term for a herring, actually.
1: Monty. I will also go with the one that actually mentioned the word bonanza in the definition. <laughs> <laughs> Chip. I'm pretty sure that it's a Gallifreyan uh, high chancellor, um, but I'll say that it is a shrub related to the banyan tree. All right, you say that. <laughs> well, go ahead. It's <laughs> a shrub related to the banyan tree. Thank My you God. Mean, you can't just leave us hanging, man. I'm not going to fall for that one twice. <laughs> Jason. Uh, I am going to say it is a, uh, a small shrub as well. Two for the small shrub. And Scott McNulty, what do you think? Well, since Jason picked the small shrub answer, I think it's not his, so I'm going to pick a small
0: shrub just so Jason doesn't get another point from me. That's it. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm in last place. I'm the one you need to watch for. <laughs>
1: oh, I'm always watching you, Snell.
0: <laughs> Wise. But I guess my own answer this time! <laughs> Do
1: you get a point if you pick your own answer? Yeah, because then Scott picks it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have just this to say about this round. We got a hold of a pot of gold, Bobabza. Man-za. Yes, it is a mine rich in ore, similar, <laughs> but not exactly alike, to a Bonanza. It was a dumb. Oh, my God. <laughs> it really is dumb.
0: I, I feel dumb for I, picking I, it.
1: Right. I have regrets. So both David and Monty guessed that correctly. <laughs> Everybody else thought it was a small shrub related to the banyan tree, much to David Lore's excitement. Oh, dear. <sighs> And so, after that round, here is the score. David is within one of the win with 17 points. <sighs> he's, uh, he's making up for his, uh, his, his performance in the last game. <laughs> <laughs> Someone had to. But in good form. In good form. Amonti Ashley is, well, a little ways behind him with 13 points. Chip Sutterth is in third with 10 points. Scott McNulty is in fourth with ninth. Jason is in fifth with six. And uh, I've got three points still. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on to round nine. I blame you for this somehow, Steve. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's, it seems entirely reasonable. Mm-hmm. Round I nine. blame Scott. Scott is the death of me. I, I blame, blame Dan because he's yeah. not here. I do blame Dan, too. I blame everyone but myself. Mm. Proxy Dan. Fitting. By the way, I'm very disappointed at the dearth of semicolons in this episode. Dearth of semicolons would be a pretty good name for a band. <laughs> That's right. I think that is a Metallica album, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the word for round nine is Prussian. P R U S H U N. Prussian. Spell them. Send me your definition. Uh, P R U S H U N. Just like it was about fifteen seconds ago. I I'm sorry. I just didn't believe you. <laughs> Okay, you got me. It's actually P-R-U-S-S-C-Z-I-A-N-Y. Uh, Why? It's just P-R-U-S-S-I-A-N. The word is the Why? Prussian is the word. Please send me your definitions. Ooh, Prussian. Prussian real good. Yeah.
0: ha <laughs> <laughs> Ha-ha. Oops.
1: Okay, all the definitions are in for Prussian. These are them. Figure out which one is real. Prussian, a fruit tree valued in ancient times for its large seeds. Ooh, look at them seeds. <laughs> That's a good Prussian. A young tramp who begs for an older tramp. Please, <laughs> can I have an older tramp? <laughs> 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 no, uh-huh? you've had enough older tramps. <laughs> just one. one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, maybe- everybody, if I gave everybody two older tramps then we'd run out okay sorry. (laughs) a velvet rug commonly used in a hallway a shade of blue darker than phthalo blue but lighter than indigo skid marks a common geological feature found in deserts that's prussian one of those is real the rest are fake i leave it up to monty ashley to tell me first which one is real a small tramp that would be a young, a young tramp. <laughs> a young tramp. <laughs> a small tramp. Or big. Would you, would you <laughs> like to change your answer? It is a young tramp instead of a small tramp. Uh, I'm sticking with my answer. Okay. Tramp. Tramp it up. Chip, fruit tree. Uh, let's see here. After Chip is Jason. I'm also going to say fruit tree. Okay, Jason. Fruit tree. All right, Scott. Uh, I will say uh, the rug. There was a, a hallway rug, right? You're yes, making is. that up. <laughs> a velvet rug. Somebody did, maybe. No. <laughs> a velvet Ooh. rug commonly used in a hallway. That's the one. Mark me down for that. Mark you down for that. And David Lore. Um, I think I'm going to go with Monty and
0: say the little tramp. The little tramp. The young tramp. Who begs for a larger tramp. The super tramp.
1: You're bloody well right. Okay. Um, Wouldn't that, that be a sub tramp? A, tram-prentice.
0: A, a sub-tramp is a tramp who talks about other tramps without
1: anyone knowing. All righty. Well, the word was Prussian. <laughs> what, that? <laughs> that has been established. Never heard of it. <laughs> Two people guessed that uh, the correct answer was a fruit tree valued in ancient times for its large seeds that would have been Chip and Jason uh, that was actually Jason's answer Jason didn't rope anybody <laughs> else in <laughs> I, tried, oh, Scott, oh. I
0: tried to get you oh, oh I could smell the
1: smell yeah, yeah. The, I tried the, the worst gambit since the one in the X-Men <laughs> but, cool. but he did fool he did fool Chip so one point for Jason there yeah seven uh, Monty fooled Scott with his velvet robe rug commonly used in the hallway it's got pictures of dogs on it <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> meanwhile monty and david both guessed that it was a young tramp who begs for an older tramp well ladies and gentlemen we have a winner that is the correct answer <laughs> oh, the <my> winner <laughs> of balderdash Mach two is david J. lore congratulations david well done okay. well done, well, done. Thank
0: you.
1: well sure we I know the words <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why why did we invite a wordsmith I, it's a good question it's very hard Drugs. to pass someone in the final round when he
0: gets takes the same answer as you mm, this is true
1: i say our next game needs to be populated entirely with illiterates uh, i think that's a good <laughs> idea that'll spice things up no greek roots please here by the way or the final uh the final standings david wins with 19 points we're gonna say it's 18 we don't count extra points here nope monty was close he had 16 points uh, in third place, Chip Sutterth with 10. Scott McNulty in fourth with nine points. Jason Snell in fifth with seven. Steve Lutz with three. That seems to be the point total that I end up with in all of these games, mm-hmm. which is fine. I like three. It's a good number. So uh, that does it for Balderdash round two. Congratulations, David. Uh, congratulations, everybody else for, you know, p- p- playing is is fun, too. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining in. Jason Scott, David Monty, Chip... And um, well done. And you're Steve. And I'm Steve. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, glad glad I could be here. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs>